What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for rocking with your girl, sharing my podcast, telling your family and friends, and sharing it on social media because that's fucking dope. So today's episode is going to be about toxic friends. So if you guys are interested in listening to this episode, stay tuned. We're not dealing with no negative shit, period. All right? If you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit, and they're not supportive, fuck them hoes. You guys, so let's talk about it, honey. Let's talk about it. Let me say this. Um, you know, it does not matter how long you've been friends with somebody. That does not determine their loyalty. That does not determine, you know... Um, how close you guys are like you could dead ass have a friend you've known for six months and that person will be more loyal to you than somebody you've known for 10 plus years so I just wanted to say that because a lot of people get it confused where you've been friends with somebody for years and it's like oh nah this my ride da 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 blase blase and reality that person probably don't even fucking like you and they just they just really frenemies you know what I'm saying like I I think outside of toxic friendships, I also want to talk about frenemies. So, you know, um, to know if you're in a toxic friendship, to me, jealousy is the main key that you'll know that friendship is toxic. You know what I'm saying? If you're dealing with a friend who, let's just say you guys are getting dressed and you're about to go out or whatever, and your friend honestly doesn't tell you like, okay, girl, you need to change or Oh, uh uh-uh, sis, let's do a different hairstyle. Or, you know, like that person is only focused about how they look and not how everybody else in the group may look. That's that's not toxic. That's more like a frenemy type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you have certain friendships with women because women can be very catty. You know what I'm saying? Women could be very like, oh, this is competition. Like, let me tell you something. If you're friends with the woman that you call your friend, your sister, my sis, my big sis, my little sis, there is no competition, honey. You be you and let that person be them. I cannot stand when women want to be like other women. No, bitch, be yourself. You know what I'm saying? So to me... Those are it's like key things that happens in friendships. You know what I'm saying? The whole or let's just say you're friends with somebody and they don't tell you something that you you feel you should know. Let's just say you're dealing with a dude and they know shit about the dude and they don't tell you. It's just like a bunch of shit that will let you know, like, okay, this friendship is really not all that great. You know what I'm saying? Or if that person is always asking or seeking something or just taking advantage of the friendship, honestly, that's toxic. You know what I'm saying? Or you find yourself always giving to the friend, always being there and vice versa. They can never reciprocate that same energy. That's when you know it's toxic. That's when you know, like, okay, this isn't really for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should never hang out with your girls or your friends and you feel drained. So I'm just going to give you guys a quick little story about a friendship that I had. I was friends with this female for about 10 plus years. And there was plenty of red flags and signs that let me know, like, okay, this person really ain't fucking with me for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
For me, being on social media and having a large platform, I learned very early on people will want to be around you just because you have a buzz going on. So I kind of learned that very early on the beginning stages when I first started on Vine at like 19 and 20. I would see certain people want to be cool with me just because they saw I had a large following. I had a buzz. I was going viral. And it's just corny. You know what I'm saying? So if you're someone who's also maybe popular in a certain field, be very careful about the people that want to be around you. Be very mindful of the company that you keep because people just want to be around for the hype. A lot of people just want to be around just to say they're around. And I had to learn that very early on. Like a lot of people didn't really click or like Anaya for Anaya. A lot of people just like the idea of Anaya. Uh, A lot of people like the concept of what came or the perks that came with, oh, shit, we go here, we get in, we, we good. You know what I'm saying? Like people are fucking users. And that's something that I've learned with having a large following and being popular on social media and... People are fucking users. People will suck you dry, take everything they can out or from you if they can get to it, and then off with your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's very doggy how what people will do for clout or what people will do for attention or what people would just, you know, like, I don't know. Me, I like I like real friendships. I like the genuine friendships. I've dealt with a lot of frenemies. I've dealt with a lot of jealousy girls that tried to be my friend, really didn't like me, but felt like, well, if I can't be against her, let me be with her. So I've dealt with all of those type of friendships. You know what I'm saying? I like when women are confident in themselves and you can stand strong in your lane and you don't ever have to fuck with mine. Because you'll know that we're not even in the same book. You get what I'm saying? So that's another issue that I had to deal with. So anyways, back to the friendship. So been friends with this female for about 10 years. And to me, it was just so many red flags of letting me know like, okay, this is not a real friendship, Anaya. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time I went out with this person and I remember feeling uncomfortable. And I remember feeling like, okay... People in here trying to be funny with me. They trying to be like, you know, you know the vibes. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you go out with your friend and you tell them like, bitch, this ain't the move. This ain't the vibe. I feel like niggas is trying to be funny with me. I want to leave. And that person is like, nah, you need to relax. You need to chill. You tripping. That's not a real friend. Period. Because if I go out with my friends and they tell me they're not comfortable at an event or a place or a club that we're at, we're out. There's no question. I don't give a fuck who is with me. So I remember that situation happening to me and I was talking to my family members about it. And they was like, nah, that's not right. You know, and sometimes it's okay to talk to family or other friends about situations. Because sometimes you'll be in your head thinking like, nah, maybe I'm just tripping. But I remember that situation. I remember feeling very uncomfortable, very fucking mad because I felt like niggas was trying to play with me. And my friend, who I consider my best friend, told me to sit down, relax, and chill because we just got here. What? Selfish. You know what I'm saying? That's not cool. Like... If it was vice versa and she was to tell me that she felt uncomfortable and she was ready to go, there's no questioning. We're getting the fuck out of here, period. So for me, I remember leaving and just, you know, sometimes you got to pay attention to people and what they say and how they move and what they do. People will tell on themselves. They may not verbally say it, but their body language, their aura, 
their energy is gonna is gonna speak for itself. It was like she ain't give a flying fuck what was going on. And I was just like, damn, wow, you know what I'm saying? That's fucked up. I would never do that. But you can't always think of what you'll do versus, you know, what they'll actually do. And that was a lesson that I learned. I cannot judge my friends or hold them to a certain standard because I know my character. I know my personality. I know for a fact I would never do no shit like that. And that's why I said everybody's definition of loyalty and how people move is different from yours. So that was something I had to learn. Like, wow, we are really completely different because that would have never flew by with me. You know what I'm saying? That was just one incident. And I didn't, that was a major red flag. Like, that was huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was huge because I was really pissed and I was ready to go. And, it, and, it, and I wanted to fight, actually, because I felt like, you know what's going on. You acting like you don't know what's going on. Now I'm irritated. And I was a little lit. So that don't help either. But, you know, so that situation happened, which was a red flag. Other stupid shit that happened with, you know, you, I'm on the phone and me and my girl is having a deep conversation and you want a three-way a nigga. Now this nigga know what I'm saying about him. Just a bunch of shit that have shown me, like, you don't need to trust this person. <laughs> you need to drop this person like a bad habit. So make a long story short, I end up cutting this person off without a warning, without a uh, let's talk about it. Because it comes to a point, and I wanted to talk about this on another episode, but fuck it. I don't have to owe anybody an explanation, period. If I felt like I've talked to you before in the past about how I feel or how you move or whatever the case may be, I don't owe you shit. I don't have to sit and meet you and talk to you because you know what it is? People know what the fuck they do. People know their motives and intentions. So I'm not finna sit here and play boo-boo the fool with you and go back and forth and be like, oh, okay, so you did this and you did that and I was like this and I, I don't need to do all that because you know what the fuck time it is. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just not necessary. And it's draining because when you're dealing with a certain friend that's like, no... I don't know why you feel like that. It almost defeats the whole purpose of why you were trying to leave that friendship or relationship. Because sometimes this is the same thing in relationships. That's like if you go to your partner and you're telling them how you feel over and over and over again. And you get the balls and courage to leave them. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have that last conversation. Nah, because you're going to talk me out of it. You're going to manipulate the situation. You're going to make me feel bad and, and try to tell me things that is going to comfort me so I don't leave. I'm not dealing with that shit. I'm out. <laughs> I've done it. You know, I've, I've made excuses for my past friendships like, oh, no, nah, she didn't mean that. People show you their true colors. It's up to you to believe it. And I was so naive and I was just like, no, nah, she my girl. She'll never do that. Blase, blase. Just a bunch of shit. But. You cannot compare yourself to your friends of what they will do. You know, strangers don't backstab people. It's the people that you know. It's the people that, are, that have access to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not strangers that get you. It's people that you know that fuck you over. So for me, it was just like, I don't need this. You know, I, I, I don't have like... A bunch of fucking friends. I have a lot of guy friends. And I have my core group of handful of friends that don't look at me as competition. I have friends that don't look at me as a threat. I have friends that may be jealous of whatever I have going on. 
you know, that's normal to feel like, oh, damn, I wish I had that. But I don't have friends to where they really do stupid trifling shit. You know what I'm saying? Or do things that's very selfish to make me not want to hang out with them or just be around them no more. You know what I'm saying? I knew that friendship didn't serve me. You know what I'm saying? I knew that friendship was not for me anymore. It could have been for me a couple years ago, but at the stage and point of my life, this is not for me. Girl, we ain't got shit in common. We, 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 we hang out. It's what you want to do. And then it's like, you on your phone all day. I don't want to hang out with you. You're not fun. So I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a friendship shouldn't be forced because you guys known each other for 10 plus years. It does not matter. When something is not for you, you have to know when to let it go. I held on to that friendship way longer than do. Just because I was trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Just because I was trying to make excuses for somebody else's actions and look past it. And reality, it's right in front of my face. I'd be a fool to ignore it. You know what I'm saying? Or when you, or when you do something, you go out your way for somebody and they can't do the same. Or they make excuses, but they'll do it for somebody else. And it's like a slap in your face. I've dealt with all kinds of shit like that. And it's just like, I deserve more from a friendship. You know what I'm saying? A friendship should be 50-50, not 80-20. You know what I'm saying? And to me, you have to realize your friendships. What are you gaining out of this and what are you giving? I felt very drained by this person. I felt like, oh, I got to go home and catch up on work and do shit. That's another thing. I have a conflict of interest with some of my friends. My friends don't have the lifestyle and job that I have. So they seem and think that, oh, Anaya is always free. She has a hobby. And it's just like, it's almost disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Just because I don't do the same line of work you do doesn't mean that I'm not as busy, if not busier. You know what I'm saying? So that was another thing that used to frustrate me back in the day with my friends because it's like a lot of people don't understand, like, you know, the lifestyle unless you're living it. So it's it's not easy letting go of a friendship that was so long, but you have to do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? I knew that I wanted to have real genuine friendships around me. I wanted to have people that didn't feel like, you know, I don't know how to explain it. Like real friendships, like real genuine, happy people for me. I remember I would have things happening for me. And this person that I considered my close friend wouldn't even clap for me. Wouldn't even say congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Like it used to be iffy shit. And it just lets me know, like, are you jealous? Like, do you feel some type of way? Like, this is a major accomplishment in my life. And for you to be so close to me, you can't even tell me congratulations. You got to go, sis. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when the friendship is no longer needed or wanted. And I knew, like, okay, this got to go. And it wasn't, and I wanted to talk and and explain it, but it was just like, for what? You just, bye. (laughs) Bye. At this point, you know what I'm saying? It's no hard feelings. Wish you the best. Because I'm not that type of person and be like, oh, I hope this and I, nah, wish you the best. But baby, I got to put myself first. I have to put my happiness first. And I want to surround myself with positive, like-minded women like myself that doesn't see me as a threat. That doesn't see me as competition. That doesn't, that doesn't see that, oh, I could compete with her. I don't want to compete with any of my friends. You know what I'm saying? I want to work with my friends to get to the next level in life. Hopefully in a few years, we on an island, not even a few years, bitch, a few weeks, a few months. You know what I'm saying? Have everybody flourish in their own lane and not look at the next person and feel like, oh, how can I compete with you? You know what I'm saying? 
I remember being friends with somebody and it was like Halloween time and I didn't have a Halloween costume. And like, oh, don't worry about it. Just come. And then it's just like, no, because you're not leaving the house looking crazy. So why would you let me leave the house looking crazy? That's not a real friend. A real friend is not going to have you out here half-stepping shit, especially when she know what type of bitch you are. I'm a motherfucking fashionista. You're not going to tell me to throw on some basic-ass shit and let's dip. Nah, bitch. I'm not leaving the house. You can. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. You got to pay attention to your female friends with the little slick shit they say, the way they move, the way they do things. Pay attention. People's aura, energy, and verbal words will show you and tell you who they are. You just have to be woke and understand if this person is for you. And it took me a long time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we be so afraid to cut our friends off because we feel like, oh, this is my friend and this is what I know. And it's just like, nah, bro, this not for you. This person don't really care. They care about themselves. That's not a real friend. A friendship is when you can call that person for advice. You can, you know, not even just dump your feelings and emotions and problems onto them, but vice versa, that you can be the friend that they can also lean on. That's what a friend is for. A friend is not to use and abuse you and take advantage and, you know, pick you up like a doll and put you back on the shelf when they... Nah, that's not a friendship. And I had to really evaluate what the fuck a friendship is because... That was like the only friendship that I kind of knew of, you know? And it's just like, nah, this ain't no fucking friendship, bitch. There's some weird shit going on. (laughs) And I just want to say that. Like, pay attention, ladies, to your friendships. Also, too, pay attention to your new friendships. The new people that you are attracting. You know what I'm saying? So you don't repeat the same type of pattern. Or you don't attract somebody who wants to, you know, view you as competition, Because women can be very catty. Little things. You got this. They don't have that. They feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like stupid shit like that. It's okay to be happy and clap for your friends and pray for your blessings to come. You know, what's going to be for me, you may not need to understand why. Because it's for me. You know what I'm saying? Friendships don't need to be that weird, underlying, front of me shit. You know, where... And that's another thing. I feel like I have frenemies. I always felt like I have frenemies where... It's women or girls that like me, want to be cool with me, but then they don't really like me. So they do weird, sneaky shit, you know, like, oh, they can't talk about you, but I'm going to talk about you type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had all types of friends where it'd be mixy. It'd be real fucking mixy. And it's just like, I don't want this friendship, you know, like... I don't want to feel like I'm walking on eggshells with my female friends. And then I don't want to feel like I have to dim my light to make my female friend feel fucking comfortable with being around me. That shit is whack. It's whack as fuck. Don't nobody want to deal with that. So for me, you have to really feel people out. It's the same thing with relationships. You got to feel niggas out before you get deep with niggas. You have to feel your friends out. You know what I'm saying? Key words and actions will tell you. If this person is for you or even just asking for a fucking favor, you know what I'm saying? If that person is always asking you for something and you ask for something small in return and it can't be reciprocated, that's a friendship that you're not benefiting from. You know what I'm saying? That's not a friendship you need to be in. That's this friendship is 50 50. It's not 80 20. 
And I really don't want people to get it confused because when I say toxic friendships and all oh, the other person is toxic, keep in mind, you also may be the toxic person. You know what I'm saying? What you do to your friends, they may see you as toxic and what you're doing and how you're moving and how you're always draining their energy or you're always pouring your issues and problems onto them versus asking them how their fucking day is going. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can also be toxic. So please understand that because a lot of people like to point the fingers and always say, oh, it's the other person, it's the other person. You have to be real with yourself and also see like, damn, do I really need to call my homegirl and, and pull my issues onto her without first asking her how is she doing? How is her day? You know, I have a friend that I'm very close with. We've been friends for six, seven years now. And she'll call me before she starts venting. She'll say, hey, Anaya, how's your day going? What's up? And I do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, what's up? How you doing? Because you never know what people's mindset or headset is at. Just because you're friends with somebody, that doesn't mean your friend tells you every goddamn detail about their lives. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have friends that they put on a mask and they act like they're brave and strong and they're this and they're that. In reality, they're really not. So it is okay to ask your friends how they're doing before going in with your nigga problems, going in with your work problems. <laughs> it is okay to ask people how they're doing. So I wanted to also say that. Now, when it comes to, you know, just letting people go, to me, it's not hard. <laughs> and I know that sounds like, what? It's not. Because once I know that this isn't for me and it's not positive and it's not beneficial, there is no, there is, it's really not hard for me to detach from somebody. Because it's, it's like, all right, this is not good. It's like cancer or like a tumor. Like, remove it. All right, thank you. You know, like to me, I don't, I try not to get too attached to people, places, or objects or things. Because it doesn't really hold much value. If I know that this situation or friendship is not positive and it's not moving in a direction that I would hope so, I don't care once it's done. It's done. You know? And honestly, after that friendship I let go, I felt so much relief. I felt so much lighter. You know what I'm saying? Because when I would hang out with this person, like I said, I felt drained. I felt like they were sucking my energy. And you have to also pay attention to people that drain your energy. When you leave from a man or, or a, your friend, do you feel drained? And I used to feel drained. Like, oh, I used to feel exhausted because they took all your good energy. That's why they want to be around you. You know, they, they like the, how you vibrate and how you move and how you're full of life. They want to take that so you can't apply that energy anywhere else, honestly. So I remember just feeling very lightweight, like, ooh, this, this felt good. Like when you, like a purge, like it felt good. I didn't feel like I lost something. I didn't feel like, you know, I, I feel like I gained if anything, I feel like I gained more of, of a piece of fucking mind. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm proud of you, Anaya. Because it's not easy to let go of something that you're used to. It's not easy to just stop talking to a friend that you've known for years, you know? It's not easy, but fuck, it had to be done. 
And I felt so much better afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you're the toxic person, the person in the situation, you have to know when to remove yourself. You know what I'm saying? You have to know to remove yourself and say, hey, I got shit going on. I'm giving out bad energy. I got to get my shit together. Let me separate myself. You know? It's just feeling things out and knowing when the time is right. And I felt like I waited too long to end this friendship. And when I did, I felt happy. I didn't give a fuck how nobody felt. Because sometimes we think too much about how the next person is going to feel. And I just didn't care. I was like, no, bitch, you're not a real thorough friend to me. And I don't care. Bye. (laughs) And I didn't give a fuck how how that person felt, how anybody felt about our friendship. I didn't give a flying fuck because at the end of the day, I felt happy with my choice and decision. I knew that this felt so much fucking better to have genuine people around me be happy for me and not kind of throw shade and underline shit or be a little salty or, you know, like it felt good. It felt honestly good. Whether that's a friendship, a family member, you have to do what makes you happy. I hate when people feel like you can't just go ghost on people. You got to tell people. No, the fuck you don't. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. No, the fuck you don't. If you want to cut that nigga off or that nigga want to cut you off, he don't owe you no fucking explanation. Nobody has to sit and and explain to somebody how they feel or their feelings to make it known as to why they're doing the choice. No, you don't owe. Like people fail to realize that. Don't nobody owe you shit and you don't owe nobody else shit. Unless we married or we got children. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's that deep or serious. If a nigga want to go ghost on you, sis, he honestly don't got to tell you why. <laughs> Women always think like that, too. Like, oh, he went ghost on me. Let that nigga be, sis. Let's not dig too damn deep in it. The nigga want to go ghost, let him go ghost. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, people put too much energy and thought into shit that don't need thought and energy. If somebody want to stop talking to you or stop hanging out with you, let it be. That's a sign. Maybe you don't need to fuck with them. Maybe they don't need to fuck with you. Let it be. <laughs> and it go with the flow. Accept it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? I get people want closure and people want to know why and all this other shit. Listen, some shit don't need to be explained. But I just wanted to say that. We about to hop into this girl talk, okay? So, brrr. I tell you guys to send me an email that is subject girl talk. And I ask you guys to include your age, keep it anonymous, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So this one says, hey, Anaya, I just want to start off by saying, baby girl, (laughs) where have you been all my life? Where have you been all my life? (laughs) Like, seriously, listening to your podcast and watching your YouTube videos have helped me deal with a lot of things in my life. So I'm 21 years old and my bio, bio, stop Rico, my bio, my biological, damn, I cannot say this word. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Her real father now wasn't fully in my life. The man who raised me was killed in 2016. Long story short, I have been tough to understand what love is and more so of my worth is. And I always see myself settling for less and attracting the worst. I'm currently in a relationship with a guy that is 27 years old 
and we also stay together. He's very nice, buys me expensive things and knows what to make and knows what makes me happy. He has the right intentions with with um he wants, but he doesn't know how to deliver the message without being disrespectful or one-sided to situations. We never agree or disagree, so sometimes I just sit and take it as it is. He feels that it isn't his way it's no way or he gets angry and doesn't understand my point on things. He calls me out my name and makes me feel bad about myself and my lifestyle. And then later on, he's buying me gifts to apologize for calling me all kinds of bitches or being mean to me. He wants to have so much access to my social medias, my past, my phone, but it doesn't give me full access to his or even open up when he has conversations about them or a conversation comes about. All my old friends and family that I have pushed away from say that I'm selling for less, that I need to take the time and finish grieving from the man who raised me, death, and that he's a narcist, narcist, narc, child, why can I not pronounce it today? Y'all know what the word is. And I need to get out of this relationship, but I guess I don't see it because I'm in love. I don't think anything is wrong, I guess. So I need your help. I don't want to sugarcoat anything. Is my situation toxic? And how are ways that I, as a grown, growing woman, can learn my self-worth and what love I deserve? Um, materialistic things isn't love. Let's just get that clear. You know, any man could buy you anything. I could get a fucking sugar daddy today and he buying me shit. That doesn't mean that's love. You know what I'm saying? People need to learn that material things is not love. Oh my God, I'm going to say it again. Material things isn't love. Love is a feeling, not something you buy. Like... You know, and then on top of that, he talks to you crazy. He calls you bitch and this and that and then buys you something. That's toxic, sis. That's not healthy. That's not love. That's some weird shit. That's the man who has an anger issue or whatever the case may be. It feels like he can do that because he's older than you. Let a man 27 deal with a 27-year-old and think that shit flying by. It's probably not. That's another thing, too. Young women like to date older men and then they feel more powerful or have more authority because they're older than you. Just because he's older than you doesn't mean he's smarter, doesn't mean he's more mature. If anything, you should be questioning why an older man want to date a young woman like yourself. Period. You know what I'm saying? So to me, no, you're in a toxic relationship. I hope he don't put his hands on you, but verbal abuse is is damn near the same as physical abuse in a sense, because that is tearing you down. That is making you feel less than that is making you feel terrible. That affects your whole day that your man that you love and live with is calling you names or yelling at you or doing dumb shit and then want to repay by buying you something. You cannot listen. That's like trying to put a band-aid over a big-ass wound. It don't work. And you're settling for allowing him to do that. That's why he continues to call you out your name and then buy you a gift because you keep accepting it. A man is only going to do what you allow him to do. I don't think that, you know, your father has anything to do with this situation as much as you may want to tie. I don't feel like that has nothing to do with it, to be honest. I feel like you 
need to value yourself and not think, oh, I, you know, I didn't have a real connection with my dad. That I mean, it could play a part in it because there is a such thing as daddy issues, but <clears throat> it's more so what do you want for yourself? What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your love life to be like? Is this what it, it, it is? A lot of women settle because it's comfortable or they're already in it. I can't play. You don't play yourself. Like me personally, I wouldn't. I wish the fucking nigga would talk to me fucking crazy and think that it's cool and then go buy me shit. I could buy my my listen. I could buy my own shit. You're not talking to me crazy. Anybody that loves you is not supposed to be cursing and yelling and all that. You got to speak to one another kindly and nice and respectful because that attitude that's for somebody off the street. I'm not somebody off the street. You know what I'm saying? That type of situation to me is just not good because it could go from he cursing you out and buying you shit. The next thing you know, he fucking strangling you and then buying you a house like, you know, those are toxic things. And the fact that I don't understand why young people get in these relationships and they want to go MIA from their family and friends. That's toxic. Because that person wants to isolate you to where you feel like you don't have nobody but that person. You know what I'm saying? That's not good. I don't give a fuck what man I... Listen, my mother is my mother. Period. People always want to say, oh, this is... Nah, that's your mother. (laughs) My mother's going to be in my life. Whether I have kids, married, I need my mother in my life. That is my mother. I only have one mother. You know what I'm saying? My friends that I keep dear to me when I need to have a fucking life outside of my relationship. My friends need to be there for me. Not just when the shit is bad, but just in general. You need your family and friends. Don't let no man tell you that you don't need nobody but him. That is toxic. That is controlling. That's not love. People need to stop confusing stupid fucking shit with love that is not fucking that is a man controlling you to isolate you to where you feel you are hopeless without him don't play yourself since you are 21 years old he's 27 don't let this nigga mind fuck you and mind control you and buy you shit and have you stay here you can't stay in no damn relationship because material things material things come on sis And I'm not judging. I'm really not. I'm just being very honest and straight to the point because it's a lot of women in these situations that feel like he buys me. Bitch, you could buy yourself your own nice shit. Let's be clear. A bag ain't that fucking expensive. It ain't like it's $10 million. Bitches is out here selling for a couple of Gucci bags and all this stuff. Listen, sis, bust your own ass. Get up off your ass and stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could do your own shit to where you ain't dealing with no nigga talking to you crazy and you, you got to deal with this. Nah, listen, the sign of anything that ain't for me, I'm out. Because I don't have to depend on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Get your shit together, sis. Don't let no man think that you need him and he talking you crazy and he apologizing, he buying you shit. And all. Nah, fuck all that. What you do is you, you get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? So when he do want to act stupid, you got your own shit. I think that another thing women need to do, just because your man may be the breadwinner or he getting money and he buying you shit, make sure you got your own shit. Period. Your own shit. You keep your family close, you keep your friends close, and you got your own shit. So if shit do hit the fan, you're not falling flat on your ass with no money and no family and no friends because that's what these niggas be wanting. For you to be hopeless 
and, and be like, oh, I need you. That's what they want. Feeding their fucking ego. Nah, don't play yourself, sis. Get your shit together. If you want to be with him, be with him. But you need to demand your respect. And stop accepting the bullshit uh, apologies and gifts and shit. Nah, you let that nigga know what it is. That's the problem. Women just be accepting shit and not saying shit. Not saying shit, or 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 they don't want to leave a situation because you know you're supposed to stick it out. That's love. Nah, fuck all that, nigga. If I'm not happy and you got me fucked up, I'm fucking out of here. And you could do that stupid shit with the next stupid bitch. It won't be me. <laughs> Period. So, to me, you you gotta do what makes you happy, girl. Do what makes you happy. If this man makes you happy and everything else is good, you gotta verbally speak your mind and say what you want. Period. Because all that shit sound controlling to me, and that shit not healthy. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And, um, you know, I'll speak to you guys on the next episode. Love you guys. Mwah.